Hello, welcome to The Snap UK. Now, this week, we're very much doing this completely like on a wing and a prayer, so we're apologising early. It's not like we've had a year to prepare for this. But we did have some epic wings for we Super Bowl. Had oh, yeah, Super Bonnet has been and gone. We had a great time. Paul's was so great, he still hasn't recovered. What a heck of a hangover. Last seen in a ditch somewhere. Our, on After the, uh, shitting his pants. He was told to do a shot every time Joe Burrow took a sack. So. <laughs> first half, he was Se- fine. Was second fine half went half. bad. Yeah. According to Sky Sports, he did no shots in the first half. Apparently so. <laughs> um, but with me tonight, uh, we have Gilo, we have Griff, we have Jim. Uh, hello, say hello. 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 I feel like we're a long way from you. Yeah. I feel like I'm conducting an interview. It's almost uh, like we think he might have COVID. Yeah. So we just stay <laughs> two metres away. We're one end of the table and John is the other end of the table yeah. with all the, all the controls. It's uh, it's uh, fine. I, d- I mean, I'm, I'll hold you all against this. Uh, I was disappointed when the music stopped. He didn't just point at himself in order to uh, signal the start of the podcast. <laughs> he normally just points at me. He did nothing. <laughs> he did nothing at all. I don't know if he's even recording this. I have no indication. Don't make me look. I did, I did just have to check. <laughs> <laughs> Got inside his head there. We've put you in charge, so... Don't fuck it up. Would I ever? So anyway, uh, let's start at the main main news. Uh, Carson Wentz. Um, <laughs> no, the Super Bowl. So that happened. It happened. Um, nobody in our on our in our group predicted that the Rams would go all the way this year. <laughs> Not one person. Not one person. Not one. And I won't hear. Person. I won't hear it from anyone who says they did. You don't need to hear it from me. Yeah, you there can just no listen back to our preview show. I, w- I wouldn't listen to it. I live in the now. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Captain Smugwash Ca- gets the praise. Captain Smugwash gets the praise for you know, ha- you know, sticking with the Rams all season. <laughs> yeah, well done. Um, you know, um, they. Held off the Bengals. I mean, and it was uh, right at the end. Donald came through, uh, made Burrow just chuck it to nobody. It just proved that the Rams did have the better players, which is that's what we were saying. They think, did have the better players. I think their better players played better than the Bengals' better players. Yeah. I don't think the Bengals' better players turned up. Like Joe Burrow had a middling game. Joe Mixon. Nixon had an all right game. Nothing. His nothing best fresh. thing was a trick play touchdown yeah. pass. That's not Jamar what you want. Jamar Chase had an all right game. You know, T. Higgins out scored him in terms of the stat box. And then when you look on the other side of it, Donald had an amazing second half. Cooper Cup was the MVP. Probably should have been Donald if you ask me. I don't know. Yeah. We'll get into that. You know, Beckham when he was on the field, he was brilliant. Stafford got over some uh, got over some stumbles and end up. That, that last that last drive for the touchdown was brilliant. That no look pass was incredible. I think, um, yeah, this this game would have been very different if Beckham had stayed on. Yeah. I, I think it wouldn't have been as close as it was. I agree. Um, Same. And it was twenty three twenty in the end. We ought to point yeah. out it was it was winnable right up to the end by either team. Yeah, and I think what we saw was the game tighten up because the offense, you know, for the Rams with no Higby, you know, as I identified last week. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, and then no Beckham, you know, made Cup just so easy to double team. You know, um, it was just really difficult. And I think it took them some time to adjust. And they tried to get the run game going, which they just struggled with. Um, and that just made it difficult. He was going to receivers that weren't normally 
you know, part of the main game plan and that it just paused the game and allowed the Bengals to come back into it. Yeah. And I think once the defence realised that this was about them winning this game because the offence didn't have the pieces they needed, you know, that scuffle on the sideline I when think, Donald got yeah. slapped or whatever, I still think that was the key turning yeah, that, point. Well, well that, that, that drive was the key turning point because the Bengals had just scored after half-time and that was an amazing play. Probably shouldn't have been a touchdown. It was face mask on Jalen Ramsey. Um but when they intercepted Stafford straight after, then they went on that drive and then could only score a field goal. And that was mainly because of Aaron Donald, who I think got two sacks on, on that drive. If the Bengals had scored a touchdown there, had an, I think it would have been an 11-point lead, I think that would have killed them off. Yeah. I don't think they would have come back from that. Yeah, agreed. I think after that, after only getting three points, the Bengals' offense, I don't know, Zach Taylor seemed to go really, really conservative. And even on the last drive, they didn't run Joe Mixon at all. It was going through Piran, who yeah, hadn't what, been as successful as Mixon running the ball. The only player who could run the ball on either team, <laughs> the, the, the whole game, was Mixon in like fits and starts. And yet every time on third down, it went to Piran. I, I think the O-line was done. So that O-line was, was mainly second yeah, yeah. second draft, but you know, second-class players on that, on that O-line. 100%. And I think by that middle of that second half, the defense just started getting the penetration it needed to, he, he to really he, deliver. He could have changed the, the play, He could have changed the play calling instead of like running it through the middle. He could have like passed it out to the flat. I would have liked to have seen them take a leaf out of the 49ers book and use Jamar Chase a little bit like they used Debo. The 49ers used Debo Samuel, like just get the ball in his hands and let him do something. I don't think they did that enough. He had he had one carry for four yards and only five five catches for eighty nine yards, but. I, I, just, I just don't think the passes right. to him. I don't think the Bengals are at that stage of their evolution yet, though. Maybe not. No. Here's, the, here's the thing: the uh, the O line has given up 19 sacks in the postseason. Right? Yeah. The yeah. previous record was 14. Well, they gave up like seven in the second yeah. half. Yeah, no, six, six, in, the six in the second half. half. One in the first <laughs> half. So 19. So you're never going to win a Super Bowl getting crushed like that. Yes, he got sacked nine times by the Titans and won, but the the Titans' yeah, offense more isn't the a Titans, steamroller yeah. the way the Rams is. The the, a lot of the problem for the Bengals is that they've got to the Super Bowl with um, a poor head coach. I know he's got to the Super Bowl, but he did nothing to help his team in the Super Bowl. And I, I've mm. maintained this all season. He's got lucky. He's landed with Joe Mixon. He's la- he's got Jamar Chase. He's picked up the best quarterback to come out of the draft in five years. Yeah, probably. Probably since Andrew Luck. Since, since Andrew Luck. So a fair few years. And... He's got lucky. They've won a lot of games in close thing, in close proximity to other teams because they also drafted the best kicker we've seen come out of the draft in years. But none of that is on Zach Taylor, and he has done nothing to make me think he's anything uh, other than a sack candidate. I think. Year. I think. The, yeah, I totally agree. And I think what happened was at T Higg when T Higgins got the face mask call. Yeah. They ran out of luck. Yeah. I they agree. completely ran out of luck. So and the, yeah, the, like after that. Each like each play was just Gary three t- and out, tell four me why and out. We're wrong so sometimes I'm wrong, right? Oh, yeah. I want, uh, this is on record as well. You can actually Paul was here, he just fell off his chair. Yeah. <laughs> like, so sometimes I think I have a ninety-seven percent success rate, something like that. But sometimes I'm wrong. Yeah. Hang on, I've just got to take a, a step back from my seat so I can Gary, Gary's ego can fit around the table. Hold on. Oh, so, you know. <laughs> Let it breathe. So, so slightly wrong, slightly wrong. And um, I had Zach Taylor down to be uh, sacked first this year. And um, yeah. I thought he was terrible last year. Until he read John Gruden's outbox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But I think the thing is, 
actually, what he did was he motivated that team really well in the postseason. And I'm sure there's other leaders in the dressing room, but you can't take that away from the coach because they were 10 and 7 and they were nobody's favourite yeah. going into that, into the postseason. And you can't, you know, praise a coach for, you know, this bit of magic, that bit of magic. But so much of it comes down to man management. It's not all to do with play calling. A lot of it is about, you know, these are elite athletes. If you can get them to perform at their best when it matters, that's all also very important. And you can't deny that the head coach is responsible for yeah. that happening. So, like, I have to eat a bit of humble pie on this one and say he did that. He also got the Cincinnati whole city behind them. You know, it, you know, he was out there. Nobody knew who he was, but he was out there giving game balls away. You know, they didn't know he was in the bar, but at least he went and did it. And I think, actually, he probably got a lot of fans in since here. I think he's got who, two to three years. Oh, absolutely who, who's safe. the worst coach you've seen in the last five years? Urban Meyer. Right. Urban Meyer aside, because he was terrible. Uh, the, the, the fellow from the Browns there, what was his name? Freddie, Freddie, Freddie Kitchens. Freddie Kitchens, right? Oh, I reckon, I reckon Hugh Jackson fair. or Freddie Kitchens could have got just as far. I that's it. Because I, I don't I, think Zach Taylor I, should be getting any credit. No, I, I completely disagree. I agree with, with Gary. He's he's done something that just... You don't just put a load of players on the, on the field and hope for the best. If you don't I, think it, Joe Burrow's doing all his work for him? I reckon he's doing, he's doing a lot of work himself, but... Gary's right. It's about motivating the team. It's about putting, putting together a coaching team as well. That defence for the Bengals was brilliant. Yeah. If on, Bruce on Arians Sunday. doesn't win the Super Bowl next year, then with a different quarterback, is he a shit coach? Yeah. Because no. Brady was doing his job for him. I do believe that Bruce Arians wouldn't have won the Super Bowl without Tom Brady. So, still, like, but, but, Bill, but Bruce Bill, Arians, Bill Belichick Bruce hasn't Arians won the Super Bowl Bruce, without, without Tom Brady. These players, these coaches, sorry, have been good or better than good in other situations without the star player. There is nothing... As, until Joe Burrow got there, we all thought Zach Taylor was getting sacked, right? Uh, as soon as Joe Burrow went down last year injured, we all went, oh, that's it, Taylor's done. Don't be swayed from that opinion. He's done nothing. It's but, all Joe Burrow. But Joe Burrow was there. Hang on, no. Joe Burrow doesn't play on defence. And that defence was, was good enough to win And, that, and the defence has stepped up. It was good enough. I mean, did you see the uh, players from around the NFL lighting up Eli Apple? He is terrible. He is terrible. He played well first Cooper half. Cup tried to so, dig him out a bit. Yeah. Oh, he marked me well for a while. So the, the defensive coaching staff deserve credit. I Who don't understand. I don't understand why Zach Taylor personally because he credit. puts the staff together. And it, like you know, if you're in leadership, you're accountable for how people below you operate, like and yeah. how they deliver. Some so of that people, might be people, trusting them yeah. to do their job who and not influencing too much. Well, there are there are plenty of coaches who do try to micromanage, and it no, and nothing happens. Good. Yeah, I think the best thing he can do is accept where his limitations are, but surround himself with really good people, which he seems to have done in terms of defensive coordinators. The offense, I think, has been it could have been better, but I think it's been good. I think sometimes they rely too much on, on field goals rather than touchdowns. That's an area they need to they need to address, the offensive line we mentioned. But also, you know, just getting the right players. So he's being, not Belichick. Being, he's he not is, Shanahan. Yeah, he's he not owning every part of everything that's going on. He doesn't have that kind of the mind. The quarterback analogy is uh, he's a game manager, right? Well, no, what he's doing is he is getting the best out of everybody who works for him. I don't think so he's getting anything out of them. They're, they're doing it because wow. Joe Burrow has showed them they can win. I don't well, think it's anything to do with Zach Taylor. Well, Okay, in that case, mm. what's Matt LaFleur doing in, in Green Bay? Matt LaFleur has got Aaron Rodgers actually playing for the team. So Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers not Aaron, doing all that. But if Aaron Rodgers wasn't there, they wouldn't be winning, would they? We saw what it would like with Jordan Love. They were 
fucking so is terrible. he rubbish as well? So he's just terrible. Is it just I, I don't think you can judge his coach of the year. I don't think you can judge Matt. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think you should have been. And I don't think you can judge Matt Lafleur yet. Well, hang on, Matt Lafleur's had the same amount of time as, as Zach Taylor. Yeah, and he's performed and he's better. Had three years with, with a, with a Hall of Fame quarterback. He hasn't performed better because he's never been to a Super Bowl. But he if, might have won you, the most games ever in the first three games of the season. And this is getting but, to my point. But it's about winning. This, this and, is and getting so to my point. So winning at the right time I, as well. I walked into this room and you were all saying the Bengals aren't going back there next year, right? Yeah, absolutely not. Right? So it's this was their one opportunity to win and they didn't win because their coach is Zach Taylor. No, no. Yes. Because... Because the organisation has not made a balanced enough team. They didn't team. win because their coach is They need a more balanced roster. disagree with that. Why on earth was Sammy G.P. Ryan on the field? Ever. No, that, that's fair, but it's not just He did not it, have a game plan to win that, that game. Yes, he did. He had a game plan to not lose that game. Not to win that game. So to not lose the game would be... You'd no, 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 no. Game, You've right? still got to take the game by the scruff of the neck and win it. And Zach Taylor can't do that. It's he not, is rubbish. It's not all on Zach Taylor. There is an element of execution. He's the reason the they lost. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No. No, they're not. He's not. The LA Rams defense yeah. is the reason that he, they lost. The Bengals could have won that game if their head coach was probably thirty out of thirty-two other head coaches. It, it was like it was like a team that got to the Premiership two years too early. Yeah, yeah. Like this team was not built this year to get to the Super Bowl, but they performed at the right time. They found themselves somewhere they were never built to be yet. Anyone and, here and thinks Zach Taylor ever wins a Super Bowl? No, of course you don't, because he's not very good. <laughs> look, the Bengals, like when you look across the AFC, we talk about it a lot. There are some, you know, some hall, future Hall of Fame quarterbacks. It looks like at the start of their careers, but it AFC is crazy. Is loaded at the yeah. Moment. So, is Lamar Jackson ever going to win a Super Bowl? No. Is you know, is Baker Mayfield? Is right. Trevor Josh Lawrence? Allen. Is Josh Allen? Okay. Patrick Mahomes so, you know, another one. Should we agree that, that winning the Super Bowl is setting the bar too high? Let me lower the bar and tell me whether you still disagree with The me. Bills keep fucking Zach, up in the playoffs. Zach, that Taylor, that needs Zach to go? Taylor won't be the head coach of the Bengals in three years' time. I think there's too much media shit that, that creates personas. He's a really dull guy, right, when it comes to interviews and media. Sean McVay bounces around, you know, Sean McVay. Sean McDermott is, is everybody's like, <laughs> you know, he's a good management, management, gruff, but fair, blah, blah, blah. You know, you love Dan Quinn because he's like, come on, guys, we can win a game. You know, <laughs> don't but, forget Mick McCarthy. But, and Mick McCarthy. <laughs> Bastard. You know, but Zach Taylor looks like, you know, just an average Joe. He hardly says anything. And so we just presume he's this useless, or you presume, and I yeah, presume I at the presume. start of the season, that he's just useless and a bit dull and doesn't really add much. But we don't know. And he got them to a Super Bowl. And a lot of these coaches you're talking about have never been to a Super Bowl, even with two in a row MVP Aaron Rodgers. That's yeah. embarrassing. That is embarrassing. Uh, agreed. But so he can't get the best out of Aaron Rodgers. He when is, it matters. I believe he is when getting the best out no, of Aaron No, Rodgers. he's not, is he? Because he keeps losing to the Niners. I still like a little I believe bitch, he is getting like the best out of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So every I'd year, every year Aaron, Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers has to go right, and look at that video thing. saying the Niners are going to regret I think you're both really blinkered. Me. And I'm really surprised that you don't agree. I'm really surprised. I think the same thing you're accusing Matt LaFleur of, because in the second half, what happened? They got really conservative. And then what happens is... You, the, your lack of an O-line exposes the fact that your playmaker is fragile. Is Zach Taylor the GM as well? I must have missed that. No. Well, I'm not accusing him of building the team. I'm just saying, if, you're, if you've gone conservative and then your playmaker suddenly can't move, 
why are you giving the ball to Samaji Pirine yep. on a third and short? It's terrible. He's made no yards all game. <laughs> he's going. He's running up against didn't Aaron Donald, <laughs> Von <laughs> Miller. I had to check that. And yeah, he made no yards. John's on research. Yeah, I completely agree. Having Pirine on, on the on the field at that point in time was the wrong decision. But that's not the single biggest reason that they lost. Gary's right. The single biggest reason they lost this this game was because in the second half, the, the Rams' defense turned All up. Right. That's true. That is true. Right. That, that might like the be biggest but, argument we've had. In but yeah, yeah, it's months. true. But let me let me just draw so, so let me game. draw some attention to another thing that happened in the game that Zach Tober. You know, they were winning, right? The Bengals were winning on the back of a seventy-odd yard touchdown pass on a face mask that wasn't given. Without that, they made. Fuck all yards in the second half. Yeah, he did because have, Zach he, Taylor did nothing to help he his didn't team. Have his, he didn't have his best game. I completely agree with you there, but I don't think that that's a, a he's a exhausted for them going out and saying that Zach Taylor is the worst coach that could possibly coach in the Super Bowl. I yeah. think I think the truth lies in the middle because he's not the first coach to get to the Super Bowl and Sean McVeigh. Sean McVeigh's done it. Absolutely. The sad Shanahan. thing is, <laughs> the sad thing is though that. This will be his only chance. I think that was his yeah. chance. Because yeah, that happens, doesn't it? And that's it, it yeah. All I'm saying right. is, I'm not saying he's he Belichick or anything. He's not, not, not the best thing since sliced bread. He's not the worst thing yeah, since but I just don't think Freddie you can Kitchen. say he all, needs to get sacked. That, what surprised me is you've all allowed yourselves to think he's better because they've been winning. They haven't been winning because oh. of him. They've been winning because of Joe Burrow. But we don't know that. But it's true, isn't it? Look at Joe Burrow and his performances. It's true. I don't agree with that because they had Joe Burrow for the start last year. They weren't winning games. They were 2-2 and when he got injured. So they lost two games then. Yeah, you but you can't, still you can't say it's his fault when they lose, but it's nothing to do with him when yeah. they win. You just like that does doesn't correlate to common sense. So you telling me when Zach Taylor sits down and says we should do this, this, and this, Joe Burrow's taking any of it in, or is he just going? I'm just going to throw the ball to Jamar Chase. I'm just going to throw the ball to Joe Mixon. He doesn't care. They're not listening to Zach Taylor. He is redundant in that franchise. I, I think, think, I think I when you listen to NFL players talk, they don't. Apart from Kyla Murray, they don't act like petulant children most of the <laughs> oh, time. Oh, there's more than a few that do. Well, there are. Speak, yeah. let, let, let's move on because we're not going to agree, but that's fine because that's what this is all about. I want to pick a player who has behaved like a petulant child, who has turned into a brilliant professional this season. Beckham. Odell Beckham Jr. has gone from being the full guy in the league where he couldn't get any passes off Baker Mayfield. He clearly wasn't happy in Cleveland. He was kicking up. This is not where he wanted to be. To being the consummate professional in the Rams and making all the difference when they lost their second best receiver, who's almost as good as Cooper Cup. He had, his stats were right the same. Oh, yeah. And there's been no drop-off. In fact, I would say he's, he's been better than Robert Woods. Yeah. He got, he's, he's in a different role. He's yeah. a different role. He's, oh, yeah, he gets, I, gets less I, yards, but he gets more touchdowns. As, as yeah. right as Gary was about the Rams... I've never not believed in, in Beckham. I've been one of the few mm. people that said there's still in talent yeah, there. Tread on the tires, yeah. Yeah, and it was the Brown scheme didn't work for him. It was just a he was in a, the wrong place mm. with the wrong quarterback with the wrong offensive staff. You know, you could say that Kevin Stefanski is a shit coach because he can't get as much out of Beckham as Sean McVay. If we go again, I route. would say Kevin Stefanski is not a very good coach. Former, former coach of the year. Um, that means nothing. Yeah, right. <laughs> so is Gallup. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as soon as I said that argument, yeah. I, kind of had that argument yeah. in my head. I, oh, when yeah, Gary mentioned something, I was about to go Gallup, Nagy. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Beckham. Beckham always had talent. Oh, and he showed it when he was in New York. He, for whatever reason, it didn't come out in Cleveland. 
He got out of Cleveland. He went to somewhere where they've got a good offensive mind in, in terms of Sean McVay and you know Kevin O'Connell, the, the offensive coordinator. And hey, presto, suddenly it works for him. Mm. He's in a place where he's comfortable. He's got a good quarterback, a good scheme. Not being a bitch because he probably yeah. knows he's on his last on the last chance. And he has he was a bit of a bitch in Cleveland. But he's on bitch, his, bitch is our word of the week, yeah, by the yeah. way. <laughs> he's on his last chance. He needs to get a contract and he's played out of his skin for the second half of the year. Oh, and oh, the word of the week like it's Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs> I usually do that every week. Bitch. Yeah. Word of the week show was brought to you by the word bitch <laughs> and the number seven. I'm gonna, I will bring up a slight football analogy here. Is the fact I mean, I know it's L- maybe the fact it's LA, he's working with a good coach, or is it Emmanuel Adebayor used to be brilliant <laughs> when he had a year left on his contract and he and he was all, or he was on loan somewhere and he is it the fact that but he, he is playing for a contract yeah, is, is that is, is that he knew well, this was his last chance actual to put himself in the shop window to get a contract which he potentially won't get now which is a shame I think he'll get a, some he'll get a was one it year ACL MCL yeah, ACL they'll just stick him one you know, year, injured yeah, reserve one on a cheap pro- contract yeah. one year prove it deal back at the Rams. Well, he won't play for nine months, will he? So ah, you'll get in there. Quick, two receptions, right? fifty-two yards, and a touchdown. But I they mean, were big but, receptions. But he he was drawing so much coverage, which which made space for Bryson Hopkins, who might as well I have think, been John yeah. Farrow. <laughs> I think, who I is this guy? I think around the NFL podcast said that the average yards per play for the Rams was something like six point six. Six point six. And went to three point six. And it went down to yeah. three point six yards after Beckham came off the field. And that, and that says it all. Yeah, because right? you cannot cover Cup and Beckham. No. But once one of those two is missing, it becomes much, much easier. Uh, ben Skoronik. Can't catch the ball. No, can't catch the ball. He was terrible. Uh, two catches from five targets for 12 yards. He looked like he was uh, one of them like exchange players. Never actually plays. Like, he did have it's a like cup- Christian Wade turning up yeah. in the Super Bowl. Like, where the f- did he come from? Germany He had a or couple of catches like, in the playoffs. <laughs> he had a couple of catches in the playoffs. So he had one against the 49ers. I remember thinking, who the fuck is that? And why are we letting him get a first down? Is the salary cap... Situation so bad in Los, Los Angeles that they're letting work experience kids it, it play play wide way. receiver. It's not as bad as New Orleans, but it's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it certainly wasn't. Well, like fifteen million over. Yeah, or something. fifty million, million which means they'll have to find thirty million. While, while we're talking wide receivers, we probably ought to talk about the most important one in the game, Cooper Cup. Yeah, uh, the run actually though was the key play thing. Yeah, Huge was, play. Yeah. The one yeah. where they needed was it fourth and one, and he did yeah. that jet sweep cutback, which yep. was. Epically good, yeah, yeah. Um, but he can do it all. So you were saying about utilizing players the way the Niners use Debo. Well, the Rams can do that with Cup. Now, Gary did pick the Rams to win. Three years I've been picking Cooper Cup as the best wide receiver in the league, and he was getting injured, and he, he wasn't necessarily putting up the stats. But come on, I did say this guy is brilliant, and he is brilliant. Okay, so we've all got one point. We've been right. Tonight. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fine. Well, what about John? What's what's he said Eli Apple was shit. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> He's got first-hand experience of this. So, Cooper Cup, MVP. Now, you can go back and forth whether it should have been Aaron Donald or, or even Matt Stafford, if you like. Because one of those interceptions was like end of the half, wasn't it? It, yeah, was, one an, of it was an arm punt, yeah, effectively. Yeah. Yeah. And one, of the, one of the interceptions wasn't on was Stafford. Yeah. So yeah. It was on Ben Scrag. I still think Cup gets it because when they took the lead, that, that whole... Drive was, was based yeah, on yeah, Cup. I do. I, I but then the following drive yeah, and yeah. one before that was all about Donald. As Donald, well. what Donald this went and the sealed the game, but I think the, Cup won the, the game. Who decide the MVP? There's 16 journalists which decided the MVP, and it's done during the third quarter. Yeah, I think if they would have done that at the end of the game, 
after what Donald yeah. had done on that last. It would have been Aaron drive. Donald. I agree. It would have been yeah. Aaron Donald. I do. It's, but it's, I do think it, Cup is flip, flip a coin. Yeah. They were both yeah. brilliant. 100%. Eight receptions, ninety-two yards, two touchdowns on ten targets, and a run for seven yards. That, like you say, got the all-important. Well, first and he down. also drew the uh, pass interference penalty. Yeah. From was that on Wilson? Apple. Oh, was it on? Was that Apple? Was it? Yeah. yeah, it was on Apple. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, there was one on Wilson. There was one and on Apple as well. As well, he also drew the penalty where it was. I think it might have been Apple again. Head-to-head contact. Because there was a foul on that play, yeah. and instead of like it was offset, uh, it was offset, on the, it was offset so it meant yeah. they were still at the one yard line rather than the sixteen yard line. I think they should have been for the penalty. So you it was. You did actually. We mentioned some of there. Zach Wilson, the linebacker for the Bengals. I've not really seen much from him at all all season because he's a linebacker for the Bengals. <laughs> he had a great game. He, did. he was consistent. He was a he was a key yeah. reason why that Rams rushing attack wasn't so a rushing attack. He's so you. Us bringing him up, you bringing him up and highlighting him, makes me think um, that we need to discuss the officiating in the game. Now, this comes up every year, right? But we know that they swallow the whistles a little bit or they hold on to the flags a bit in the playoffs. But there were some egregious misses in this game. And I don't like it. Either play the whole season like that or, or don't don't change for the playoffs. It's, I think it's the, incons- it's the yeah. in-game inconsistency yeah. because... Because the Wilson foul... Compared to everything else that happened in the game, wasn't a foul. I think it's consistency through games as yeah. well. Like, oh yeah, you, you are right. They kind of they do hold back a yeah. little bit in some of the bigger games, but you don't want that because if a, if it's a foul one week, you want to know it's going to be a foul the next week and not let yeah. another team get away with something which you've been penalised for the previous week. I think it was interesting that you got New York didn't look at anything. No, no. no. So, so literally nothing. That's like we, we yeah. watch enough NFL, and the, the officials get involved all the time. That, that How about TV, face mask? That face mask was just ridiculous. It, that was ridiculous, and it was I, ridiculous. I, but also, it is a lot of re, you reason why you throw a long ball because it's yeah. harder for the referees to get there. They can't. But yeah, New York. New York should have spotted but, it. But the TV coverage, I know. Ramsey was thinking the TV coverage didn't spot it until after the kick. They got so far down the field and made the next play, the, the point after, so quickly that nobody got time. Well, that's fine, but no maybe one should... Some, maybe that's some good coaching. Well, I'll tell you... No one should be missing that in the first no, place. Right. Yeah, you are it, it, did, right. it did make me think that maybe the coaches have been told, like, there was a bad face mask call. And yeah, then those passing... Well, yeah. I think those pass interference yeah. calls at the end, they've... It was a home game, remember, for the Rams. They they felt a little bit like a home team, you right. know, or stroke, stroke Brady team decision. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Am I right in thinking that face mask penalties are not reviewable? You can't throw a flag. No, no, you can't throw a flag. But don't forget as well that the coaches are losing a lot of money now. Brady's not slipping them, you know, like, <laughs> the hundred here <laughs> and there now. Yeah. Well. Yeah. But yeah, the referees. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. No, it's um, it it is. But yeah, for the first. Three and a bit quarters. There were no, no flags. Fl- basically, yeah. nothing. And, and then suddenly, it started bigger, to come. It's and too there was big a difference. And I don't like it. I just don't think... I don't know why they feel they need to do that. And we, like in the first half, we were all commenting. There was holding yeah. everywhere. Oh, everywhere. Yeah, it was bad. And it was a really bad um, offside as well on... Um, yeah. On a fourth and one for the Rams. And like the, a really bad offside from the yeah. Bengals. He was I about was, two yeah. metres over the line. So, yeah. It's... it's Normally they'll get your hand moving, you know. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, that's it. You know, you don't. I can understand maybe inconsistency between games. Like there are different refs. Yeah. You know, yeah. you you play the ref, I guess, as well. But in game inconsistencies and where it's it's so noticeable from one half to the other, it just, I, you know, it is going to confuse players and 
effectively you're going to nullify, 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 nullify certain aspects of the game. So yeah. Would you like to talk Aaron Donald or Matt Stafford next? Let's talk about Matt Stafford, right? Because we'll we'll do Donald with other ones. This is my favourite thing I learned about Matt Stafford this week. Prior to this season, Matt Matt Stafford had eleven seasons with losing records. Uh, sorry, eight seasons with losing records, which is the most by any quarterback to then go and start in the Super Bowl, let alone win it. Right now, for years, he was basically hamstrung by the fact that the Lions are the Lions, are one of the worst franchises of all time. They've never even been to the Super Bowl, and this proves the point that a where you're drafted really makes a difference because yep. you get. You, you're a great player in college. You're going to a terrible team, generally speaking, like Trevor Lawrence, yeah. you know, yeah, 100%. Uh, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, Andrew <laughs> Luck. They go to bad teams. Um, the Lions allowed Stafford to choose where he wanted to go. They basically, in the end, said, "We can't win with you, even though you're really good." And they let him pick where he went, which is great. And I'm, we all said the Lions have done the right we, thing by Matt yeah, Stafford. Me and Jim were talking about this yeah. beforehand uh, because we're on about we'll get on to retirements, but we mentioned. That there, there are some players this year who maybe the biggest retirement, like could be the most unexpected retirements, were basically since Megatron. And was the decision to move on from Stafford mm. the fact that we think Megatron asked to, to leave Detroit and they said no, so he retired. Yeah, and so Stafford had this had his ability had the ability to do the same thing and leave them once again losing their effectively their second best ever yeah. attacking player. And, well, maybe not, but, you know. Barrett's balance. He's up there, yeah. But, you know, a huge playmaker for them and leave them with nothing. nothing. Yeah. So yeah. the fact that they could trade him and, you know, the at least with the Rams, they got a quarterback. A few first-round picks. A few first-round yeah. picks. And a quarterback. And a quarterback. Okay. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, the fact that they've let him do that. Is, and also, I mean, as well, what it's great but it makes this off-season very interesting because, you know, this year it, the Super Bowl was won by a, a team with a, you know, first, uh, first uh, a, a new quarterback in his first year, the same as the, the year Bucks, before. Yeah, yeah. And now you've got potentially Rodgers, Wilson, Murray hitting the market. Uh, you know, does this make this off-season really interesting for well, some teams? Maybe Stafford. They've got to find out how they're going to pay Stafford. Yeah. Stafford will He'll stay, stay, but they've still got to work it out. Do you, yeah. do you, not, do you not think, though, that it, it just proves that all these teams spent all these years and all this money looking for the quarterback? Right? We, we know it's a team game, but you need, you need, generally speaking, one of the top 10 quarterbacks, don't you, in the league to win the Super Bowl. And the Lions had one for all those years, and they did I nothing. Think it, it just it shows that, yeah, you're right. You, having a good quarterback is a key piece to winning a Super Bowl. But it's not the be all and end all. No, but you had you had <laughs> you had yeah, Calvin you Johnson had, as well. I, know, I, have, I, have, I, have, I think they need to look at some of the um, the salaries for quarterbacks. I think it's got a little bit silly. Yeah, it's got a bit silly. Yeah, and, silly. Um, I think you know when you look at Brady, he always kept his salary at like twenty five million dollars. Yeah, so you could like, have teammates. Like yeah. you know, who needs more than twenty five million dollars? You know, like seriously. It is ego based, isn't it? I like, get that, but my, yeah. my divorce has taken quite a lot of my money. <laughs> I, I could do with some. some. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, but seriously, like that's yeah. you know, like why do they need forty-five million dollars? Fair, mate. If you have twenty-five million, forty-five million dollars to be the highest-paid quarterback that never wins anything. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, does yeah. anyone else look at Stafford and think it reminds me of Brett Favre? 
because he just keeps throwing the ball. He gets picked off a lot. He had the most interceptions I, this season with yeah. Trevor Lawrence, but he doesn't. It doesn't stick in the head. He doesn't fall apart like Carson Wentz or yeah. or Jared Goff or half the it's other quarterbacks. It's a hallmark of a good quarterback. He just keeps bombing. Yeah, <laughs> it's incredible. Just forget about the last play, which might have gone completely wrong, and then go out and do. I mean that. That key pass to Cooper Cup, where he was just looking at the tight end, completely drew the safety off, and it was yeah. a no look pass. Brilliant! Like there are very, very few people in the world that can do that no. ever. We all said that whilst we were generally speaking back in the Bengals because it was the fairy tale Super Bowl, there were a lot of people to be happy about <laughs> yeah. winning on the Rams. Yeah. Stafford is one. Andrew Whitworth, who spent all yeah. those years with the Bengals, is another one. He probably will retire. He, it, the, his interview after the Super Bowl seemed to indicate you, you mentioned it was it was a, a, a good walk off. Yeah, uh, of course. Uh, and then you get Aaron Donald, who yeah, I mean, was rumored before the game. If they win, he's going, and he didn't deny it after the game. But I'd be surprised if he retires. He loves it too he much. He's at the top of his game. Yeah. He's got. I mean, he's what he's thirty now, so chances are there is going to be a slight drop off, but not for another one two years. I can. I. I can understand I both yeah. because he must look at, you know, someone like JJ Watt, who's still earning the big bucks. But each year he plays less and less games. Yeah. It must get harder and harder to come back each year. And at, you know, there is something quite honourable about leaving right at, like yeah. as basically the best defensive player in this generation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. I mean, he he's got nothing left to prove. He is, you know, multiple defensive uh, player of the year. He is probably, like you say, probably the best defensive player we've seen in the last 10, 20 years. Well, he's the best since JJ Watt was at his peak, yeah, and that's the absolutely. that's the point John's making. I mean, he's now a, looking at his a, predecessor and thinking there is a really good argument about who's better, Aaron Donald or JJ Watt. Well, which I, I think we can come on. To their best time. years don't overlap. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, but, and now he's won a Super Bowl. He's got nothing left to prove. So yeah, I can I get it from that point of view. It'd be a massive shame for the league though, because even as a Forty Nine er fan, I love watching Aaron Donald. I say he's, it's he's brilliant to watch. Yeah, I mean as well, it could also be he's got two years left on a contract where this year is his last and big we year. Were saying earlier, his, his contract it was very front loaded, so yeah. maybe he just wants a bit more money. I, I think this is probably driving at another contract. I think he's still got another two, three, four years at the top. Oh, he's got, yeah, I reckon You he's do got see more players retiring younger. There's a, obviously a lot yeah. around kind of health and, you know, especially the brain injuries and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it takes he, takes a lot out yeah, of him. But he's in a position where that is a key, is going to be a key thing. You ever wonder what money you'd have got if you'd have said five years ago that Matt Stafford and Aaron Rodgers would have the same number of Super Bowl wins at the end of their careers? Because <laughs> it's very possible now. <laughs> Just saying. You got good money on that back then when they were playing each other I think twice that's a season. More than possible, and actually, there's a good chance Stafford, Stafford could go on again. win more. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Because because you know Rodgers is a choker. Well, <laughs> well he is. A choker. I dunk. Talking talking about potentially leaving the Rams, we also McVeigh is being obtuse. I mean, does anyone see McVeigh leaving? No. I don't either. I think he loves the game too much. He's too he loves much himself too much. Loves himself. He's only thirty six. He's, he's a competitive beast as well. I mean, there is the the, the argument is like maybe that that competitiveness and that the drive and the grind has taken out of him over the last few years, and he needs a break. Like Sean Payton, I can't see it though with this team. You, you I'm not. I team. am not watching a Sean McVay movie. <laughs> we need to talk about that. If they lose a lot of star players over the summer, yeah, exactly. then maybe because nobody wants to come back and be the team that doesn't make it back to the playoffs. But 
right now, there's nothing to make me think he would step away. You, you've just conquered the thing that you were most remembered for, which was having a brilliant offense and then showing up in the Super Bowl and pooing the bed. Well, I think he's been to two Super Bowls yeah. in five years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I think that is the start of something big. Potentially. Uh, I, I think they'll yeah. move heaven and earth to keep the core of this team together. Yeah. I think you you might lose a couple of players. Maybe Von Miller will go. Maybe Odell Beckham will go. But I think that core of Stafford Cup. Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. Camakers. You know what? In some stays. some weird ways, you know, the fact that you were not going to have to pay Beckham big money because yeah. he's injured. Yeah, might oh, keep probably, him there. Yeah. You probably and he might keep, be ready yeah. for the end yeah. of next season. Probably, not, mid, not, probably like a highly bonus contract. It yeah. might actually keep him. Camakers well, has he, he sixty-nine had, snaps in the playoffs. Right, he's the only player to have uh, only uh, or ten or fewer regular season snaps and then double-digit snaps in the playoffs ever at running back. Because he was fresh, and then they got to the play. All right, they didn't. He didn't do anything really. Shit in the Super Bowl. Shit in the <laughs> but, but he was shit in the playoffs. Him, they really. left him in the on the field a lot of the time because the Bengals then had to cover the run because you know if he gets free, he's a proper running back. So he was out there as a diversion most of the time, but it worked because it, you know once a game he does tend to rack up a large chunk play. He didn't in this game. Nobody did. No running backs were good in this game. But watching, watching Chase just see him get further away from 45 <laughs> yards for his bed. <laughs> <laughs> it was like hilarious. Yeah, it wasn't great. Oh, he's still got 13 yards. Oh, now he's got nine yards. <laughs> he's going backwards. <laughs> yeah. It's, it was, um, yeah, not fun to watch for the running game. I'm from no. anyone. I mean, yeah, Mixon, Mixon. had a couple of flashes, but his longest run was only 14 yards still. And, uh, well, they kept, they kept using him, like, as throwing him behind the line yeah. and hoping... And well, well after know. the first half, it looked like it was going to be quite a high-scoring game. And then it just got Defense really tight. It's, it's yeah. really tight. The, the Bengals, if they've got any hope of getting back further than the first round of the playoffs, they've got to fix that O-line. Yeah. They've got away with it in this postseason because Burrow is really good. But this time next year, he could be broken-legged again. He nearly got his ankle snapped in the Super Bowl. Yeah. He was lucky to only limp off. And that O-line is the problem. They should just go into the draft and just pick O-line. Well, they don't even need to do that. They, I mean, they've got, I think, something like £60 million under the cap going into next year. So they can buy a new O-line. And you're and right. They they, should. And they should. And then they can use a first-round pick to get more O-line yeah. reinforcements. So it just depends on how ambitious the Bengals yeah. are. Are they? And that's are the they, problem. Are they as are ambitious they? as Joe yeah. Burrow? And I that's as an organisation. Yeah, and I don't think that's on Zach Taylor. That's not an organisation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Tommy Brown. Yeah. And are I, I are they willing to spend that $60 million go out and build a, a quality O-line. They, rein, they give him an O-line. The, reinforce the cornerbacks because we agree Eli like Apple isn't the answer. Mike Hilton played all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what, yeah. What, what is the league going to do about the dearth of cornerbacks? Because uh, I get right. it's a thankless task but like there is just Even very Jane little. Ramsey was made to look silly a couple of times in this game because oh, yeah. it's hard now. Yeah, what well, did you see on the last play? Like, there's been like the, the rules that now favour offensive players and particularly wide receivers so much Kids coming into college, it's like, I'm not doing that job. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. hard. I'll they play safety or I'll, I'll convert to a wide receiver or I'll put on a bit of extra few extra pounds and be a linebacker because playing cornerback's a tough, tough gig. Yeah. I just don't know what you do. No, I don't. Well, I you've probably got to adjust the rules back a yeah. bit the other way. You've I got to allow like contact 10 yards from the line rather than five yards from the line or something I to give them something back. I think there's maybe five top cornerbacks in the league at the moment, like top, top yeah, cornerbacks. Yeah. Top top, um, and I think that's a, that's a massive issue. None of them. That's all going a bit ja- Jamie Redknapp. Anywhere close <laughs> to being the Forty Nine squad. <laughs> well, you know, it's um. But yeah, did you see on the final play the one where Donald broke through? Uh, Jamar Chase had made 
Ramsey fall over, and yeah, he really? was he was free. free if they if the Bengals could have given Burrow a second. Another second, yeah. he could have got through. Nearly but completed that pass. Yeah. I know. But did you see it was to Samaj P. Ryan, so yeah. they just dropped it anyway. Yeah, I mean, we know the O line's terrible. It was always going to be their downfall, and ultimately it was. But is it, is it if the Bengals are to get to let's say, let's say the playoffs next year? Yeah. Let's not put them to get to the Super Bowl. I think that's to the playoffs. Is it is it O line or you know we say yeah. cornerback? Is do, do you know what the the irony is? We we. Wanted them to take Penny Seal. Well, majority of us wanted them to take Penny Seal yeah. to keep Burrow upright in the draft. If they'd have had Penny Seal, there's a good chance that Burrow oh, would have been upright to make that pass in the Super Bowl. But they, but they wouldn't have got to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. So it, 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 that's one of those things that will, you'll always think, oh, well, if they'd have done that. But then it, it shows you this the team were in the bottom five for the last two seasons yeah. and then went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. This is what the however you look at it, yeah. that's impressive. But yeah, that's, yeah. That's only four the teams, including them, have ever won five or fewer games one season and then gone to the Super Bowl the next but year. That's what the NFL is about, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's and a, it does it's work. Designed, it shows you. designed for parity, but it's designed not to have the same two teams in the Super Bowl every year, and that's why it's fucking hard to get to Super Bowl. Matt Stafford, Tom Brady, and one other quarterback have won the Super Bowl in their first season with a team. Who is the other one? He is in an era that most of us will have. At least seen American football, so I'm not talking from the 70s or 80s. It's uh, Montana got to the Super Bowl, didn't he? Or did he get to the championship won, game? Won the Super Bowl. Oh, won he, he got there, didn't he? Got he? there, but he didn't got win. there, didn't win it. He got to the championship game. The championship game, yeah. Won the Super Bowl. In his won first the Super Bowl season. first season with a new team, not his oh, second. Uh, Kurt Warner. No, he didn't win it. No, he didn't win it though. Not in his first season. Well, it's his second season, wasn't it? Go on. Any, any guesses? Anyone at all? Well, You're obviously Peyton won it. But yeah, he but didn't win it his first, first season. No. He lost it. No, Pey- Peyton and Matt Stafford have another link, though. They are the only two quarterbacks to win the Super Bowl after losing their first three playoff games. Oh. But. Uh, the answer that you're looking for rolls off the tongue beautifully is Trent Dilfer. Of course, with yeah. the Ravens in 2000. Remember him? He's I, don't, the, I don't think about backup quarterbacks when no. we, when we talk about this. But <laughs> is he not? Is he not the uh, famous quote from the draft? Uh, that led to who's Mel Kiper anyway? Yes, because they picked Trent Dilfer and then he went and won the uh, went and won the, <laughs> the Super Bowl. So you know, I, I, it was just interesting to see where Matt Stafford is now. He's he's in these conversations, and if he can get into the playoffs and make a run the next two or three seasons, you're suddenly looking at Hall of Fame candidate Matt Stafford. I'm not saying right it's, now. It is funny but, that oh, he's gone I think, from. I think Stafford is going in the Hall of Fame. I think right now he's probably he's on gone the from fresh, he's on the borderline. Last year he so. last year he was one Pro Bowl Matt Stafford, yeah. and now he's I mean, he's got as many Super Bowls as yeah. Pro Bowls. He's also like when you look at his passing yards career. and yeah, stuff like that. Two oh, yeah. of the top five, um, you know, wide receivers, you know, yeah. as well. Like I think Stafford was already, you know, well, he was no different to Philip Rivers, was he already? You know, yeah, but I don't think Philip Rivers goes in. But I, well, I, that's, but that's the argument. I think he was on the cusp, he's, and now he's won a Super Bowl. I yeah, think he'll maybe, definitely go maybe, in. Maybe. He probably will go Are in. Are you telling me Stafford's worse than Eli Manning? No, he's way better than Eli Manning. Oh, no, he is. But, but Eli Manning... No, no, I'm not even no, digging. No, he's asked a question. Yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> the the, the eyes at the I end do, of the I, table. I think Richard Sherman has been having big rants about this on, on Twitter, hasn't he? And he makes some interesting points. Like, Matt Stafford, he's had, what, one Pro Bowl before yeah. this season. He's not even been in an all-decade team and probably won't be in an all-decade team. Before this season... I would say there's maybe one season you put Matt Stafford in the top five quarterbacks. Do, do, um, maybe. do fans of um, you know losing teams normally get players into the Pro Bowl? Yeah, yeah. Well, there's only really, 
yes. from the NFC. So, so you're, so you're going to take a team the, the of a team, record of a five, had, and, five that, and eleven. The team that had the most players in the Pro Bowl this year, Colts. Colts. Yeah. I get that. I get that. But at quarterback, you're not going to take a quarterback with a losing record and put him it's, in the Pro Bowl. All the time. You're saying he had all these yards and all these. He know, did. Great, great, so but, why not put him but in the But American Pro Bowl? fans are stupid sometimes. <laughs> he also did like make the playoff. Well, a couple of times, you know, it's not like he's made the playoffs several times. And he still only won Pro Bowl, but yeah, Yeah. Um, I can see that. I can see the argument which Sherman's making, though. Yeah, he's he's never. Did he make it in a calm way, or was he smashing someone's door in when he did it? As he's writing a tweet, it's probably kicking. I may not take too much from Richard Sherman, but it's just interesting to see. It is an interesting point because I don't think we we talk about people going to the Hall of Fame being dominant players at their position for a sustained period of time. Aaron Donald, I think, is a shoe in. Tom Brady is obviously a shoe. Can we say that Matt Stafford is a dominant player no. at quarterback at any point in his career? No, you can't, but he is the difference maker, which is what the Rams wanted. They went out and aggressively said, our problem in the Super Bowl, in their opinion, was Jared Goff. Who can we get who's a massive upgrade? They got Matt Stafford. We all agreed he's a massive yeah, upgrade. Yeah, 100%. And, and, it, and in the, eventually, he was the reason. I mean, that was his 36th game-winning like, drive, like fourth quarter game-winning drive. Uh, he now has three in the playoffs. How many does Aaron Rodgers have? None. Two. Yeah. In his career, he has two fourth quarter game winning playoff drives. Yeah. To be fair, but Rodgers has never been behind as much as Stafford. I don't, I don't think he'll be like a shoe in first, no, first round pick or anything. No, but, he'll get but in. I think he he'll get, get in. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah, I agree. He probably will get in, but I can see that the argu- I can see the argument Sherman's making and that it's maybe not become the Hall of Fame. It's become the Hall of. All right, yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Anyway, we'll, we'll take a break and then we'll come back and we'll discuss uh, everything else going on in the NFL. Support for the Snap UK is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, the Performance Package. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code THESNAP at manscaped.com. The Performance Package 4.0 by Manscaped has arrived, and oh man, it's a game changer. Inside this package you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a Travel Bag to hold all your goodies. So now the NFL season is over, we've got seven months getting back out in the world, so find your confidence with Manscaped and look after your balls. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code THESNAP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code THESNAP. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Okay, welcome back. So, not just the uh, Super Bowl we've got to cover. Um, we also have uh, the NFL uh, Associated Press Honours, so MVP and such. So, under that AP stand for Super Bowl, are we not discuss the Super Bowl halftime we'll show? We'll discuss first? the Super Bowl halftime show afterwards. Oh, okay. Because I think you discuss it at halftime, didn't you? Because yeah. no. Uh, <laughs> okay, host John. Let's become on, let's be let's be ungovernable. Um, French, uh, you want to be French now? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Alan Rodgers got MVP, obviously, um, but because. No haircut. Uh, yeah, and <laughs> in a corduroy suit, which I saw something. It was shown again the other, actually. I think last night on NBC. Oh, yeah. It's been shown, and a lot. Um, there were some 
arrays of suits, shall we say. There was definitely, you know, all sorts of stuff going on with some of those suits. He looked like a 1970s criminal going for his court case. Ted Bundy. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a good He look. has killed and he will do again. Um, <laughs> I guess... I don't, I don't think he's got a killer instinct, actually, John. <laughs> Not in the it's playoffs. Um, I assume when he does kill, it's by choking. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, Thank you very much. I, I, that was uh, oh, uh, hopefully the right one. Um, <laughs> Don't press um, the button. None of us can hear what happened. But yeah, when you have people like Andrew Whitworth, it's not like Andrew Whitworth can go down to Moss Boss and just pick a suit out. No, like, the guy, true. the guy's massive. Um, so we said it halfway through the season. Well, I said I think this year it's going to be Rogers who wins MVP because no one else. Is stepping up. No other quarterback. Who's not a quarterback? Yeah, yeah. So well, like, you throw thirty-seven touchdowns to like five interceptions or something ridiculous. His stats were great. The isn't? stats are great. It, 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 he was Aaron Rodgers. I'm just saying. But I've got. He three. wasn't. So is he? Just one. He, he. But is he? Was he the best player this year? No. No. I'm not. I'm. You know. No, he wasn't. But we know. No, this. but that's not the question, is it? Is he the most valuable player? And actually, no. to his franchise, he probably was the most valuable player in the regular season. Um, I don't know the answer to that. I, I, I don't. It bugs what, me what, were the, what are the Packers with no Aaron Rodgers? I, I would suggest that if you were picking a player who's the most valuable to the team, it's Derek Henry or somebody like that. No, because he wasn't there, was he? But like, he was injured. Josh Allen. But, yeah, Josh Allen. Maybe Josh Allen. Patrick Mahomes. That, that's a shout. No, not Mahomes in the regular season. Well, yeah. I'm just saying. When he was good, if, they were good. When but, he was shit. If, if there was for the no, Packers, there was no Rogers, if what you're going, happened to the Packers? Nothing. Nothing would happen. True. Um. Yeah, I know. But at least with the Packers, you theoretically they could have a bloke just hand it to their, you know, elite running back or something. <laughs> Josh Allen is like seventy percent of the Buffalo Bills offense. Yeah. In the Patrick league. Mahomes is effectively how the the chief offense all runs through him. I think the offense all runs through the quarterback. That is a very valid point, John. But no, they don't have they don't have a running game. Whereas the Packers have a running game. The, the who had the best record in the NFL this year? The Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Whose quarterback had the best record in the NFL this but year? The I Bay think Packers. we're all just, just tired comparing of it. going to quarterbacks when there were other players like in other positions. Cup had the best season. Yeah. So it, it was either Cup. Or it was Rogers because Rogers had but, statistically but when you, the when best you hold season. those two up, it was always going to be Rogers, right? It was always going to be. And that's why. Uh, that's Cup. why Cup won the offensive player of the year. Yeah, also known as the runner-up. The runner-up, yeah, yeah. Because it is, isn't it? I mean, this is my whole point. Yes, you're right. The quarterback is the most important player on any team. Pretty much ninety percent of the teams, you could probably take the starting quarterback off the out, and there'd be a drop-off in some way, perform. Maybe, like I said, maybe there's two or three teams where that doesn't occur. Probably the 49ers. Um, well, one of, them, one of them you could argue is the Colts, who Jonathan Taylor was right in the running, yeah. Yeah. apparently. Well, he but, you know, of course, vote, did he? No. no. Um, Only Cup and Rogers got, and Brady got votes, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. So, so in that case, the MVP is always going to be the quarterback because it's the most pivotal position, probably in all of sports. So either we accept that and just say, right, well, it's going to be quarterback of the year. Or we have positional awards, best wide receiver, best quarterback, best tight end, best whatever. Or we say it's the best player of the year. And if it's the best player of the year, it's Cooper Cup. And I don't think you can even do like positional player because like what you what you'd end up is someone like Debo, 
who sort of is his own position yeah. and suddenly wide, then you, wide back wide back, wide yeah. back. Oh, and then but then you could go well That's was he the, the best one was he the best it? wide back because technically like Cordoval Patterson, Patterson's had a really good season yeah. so now it just gets silly so no That's it has to be for, isn't it? it has to so, be yeah, MVP so. but it just has to be that but you just the people you, have to fucking think about it and the you know it, it's when was, but it's, the, when was the last time it wasn't a quarterback what, 2012, Adrian Peterson? Peterson. It's 10 years of solid quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, so and I don't... I mean, and he's it, not been it, a defensive MVP. I don't have a problem with Lawrence it. Taylor, I think. Yeah. I don't have a problem with it. Just just don't dress it up as being something yeah. else. That's, that's, that's it. Just, just, just call absolutely. it what it is. That's fine. I'm okay with that. Yep. So, um, anyway. uh, in the in the awards, in the, uh, uh, Cooper Cup got the <laughs> seemingly the runner-up runner MVP yeah, yeah. Um, for offensive player... Defensive player of the year went to TJ Watt. Who had yeah. his award handed to him by JJ Watt, which is which the first is pretty time brother has passed an award to, and they've both been the winner. So yeah, yep. that was very good. Comeback player, Joe Bowo. I've got no problem with that. I have got You have a problem with, with it. I've got no you've problem not with that. You've bitched about it for days, mate. Come, come for Nick Bosa not to get a single vote, fuck off. I think for Jim's birthday, we need to get him a Nick Bosa cut out. Because yeah. his wife is going to get a lot less action than that cut out. <laughs> Get her a mask. <laughs> <laughs> Be cheaper. Yeah. I mean... Evening Eva. Yeah. <laughs> Max Crosby got more votes and he didn't even come back. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> uh, um, defensive rookie, Micah Parsons. Obviously. To the, yeah. the, the surprise of nobody. Was, it, was that unanimous? Yes, yeah, unanimous, yeah. 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 And, and right, awarded right by Kelly so. Clarkson. Obviously. Okay. Massive see. Cowboys fan. Yeah. Not yeah. former MVP. No. <laughs> Just no. checking. I don't think she's even had a comeback, has she? Uh, I don't think so. Don't I'm trying to, I was trying to think of a, a I'm way not to... down with the kid, John. No. Well, I know. So, well, an offensive rookie... A set offensive rookie, Jamar Chase. Once yeah. again, yeah. to yeah. the surprise of nobody. Yeah. Coach of the year, uh, Mike Vrabel. Now, I, I like that. I don't have a problem with that because everyone said, well, Henry's gone, that's it, they're done. And, and he kept them going and they got in the playoffs and they won games. I have no problem with it. But that is but the most do. surprising of all the awards. No, it's just that it's the if you're looking at one that you go, well, hang on, that could have gone to six different people. It, I think that's the thing. That's the most surprising could, one, it, right? It could have gone to a lot of people. It, it went to Vrabel. Zach Taylor. It could have gone to, you, to Zach apparently. Taylor. It could have gone to Matt Lafleur. Could have gone to Sean McVay. I think for the regular season, it wasn't yeah. going to go to Zach Taylor because he had a 10-7 and seven record. You know, Mike Vrabel had the number one seed in the AFC yeah. after yeah. losing his best player. Yeah. So and he's coach of the year, isn't he? Lost a lot of players. They had the mo- like I said yeah. this before. They had the most, most players. Yeah. Ninety-one players they had in, in, in that season. <laughs> That's season. insane. This is ridiculous. Um, you missed one out. Assistant coach of the year. Oh, Dan Quinn for the Dallas Cowboys. Again. Yep. I can't. I can't really fault that. Stay in your lane, Dan. Stay in your lane. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the, 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 there might be a position for free uh, at the uh, Cowboys uh, at the end of next season. So uh, you know. Welcome Sean, back, Sean, Sean Payton. Payton. <laughs> yeah, Sean Payton will be in that. There are actually a load of other award, awards which don't mean Tilly Squat, which we missed. So, salute yes. to service award was Andrew Beck for the Broncos. Didn't, um, didn't Whitworth win a Man of the Year? Yeah, yeah, that, last that, that year, does he? mean something. It was yeah. last year, wasn't he? Whitworth? Whitworth, Whitworth was well, Walt Payton Man of the Year. It was this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and, you know, thoroughly deserved. You watched the video of what he does, actually. It's yeah. Is, is, is this a good time a nice to speech point out that you said, look how old he is, and then looked him up and realised he's younger than you? Yeah, I mean, yeah. he does look older than you. But I think my actual quote was, oh, bloody 90. And then yeah. I realised he's younger than me. Yes, that was... That was does that look point. older than you, but that's because he does a proper job and works hard. Exactly. That is what we said. Yeah. <laughs> that is very much what we said. Um, so, uh, we'll do our own 
uh, awards next people can't picks, wait which of course is what everyone's holding on for yeah, right now true. Matt um, Slater won the Art Rooney Award what for buggering off I don't know it just says, <laughs> just <laughs> the just the says Matt, Matt Slater won the Art Rooney Award oh, okay. uh, Hall of Fame <laughs> I haven't got this in front of me so Jim do you want to lead on this one uh, yeah there's some Hall of Fame nominees and there's some Hall of Fame enshrinees going into the Hall of Fame class Ooh, in 22 yeah, I'd like have gone with inductees inductees enshrinees I think it's both, both I didn't know you could be enshriney but okay now enshrined, you, 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 get, you get a you get a, a bust. Don't I've you? never it's heard of someone describe as Exactly. Anyway, is SGW fucking influencing this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> on my back. <laughs> no, he has. Brought to you by <laughs> Wordle. Is this like when um, Jim's wearing his Nick Bosa mask? <laughs> anyway, I'm going to get a Nick Bosa mask for next week. Uh, all right. So top of the list, Tony Baselli, tackle from Jackson. About time. About time. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. He's, he was a. Again, a dominant player um, at his position. Wide receiver, <coughs> excuse me, wide receiver Cliff Branch, um, main, well, spent his whole career um, at the Raiders. Raider, Raiders? The Raiders. Raiders. Uh, both Las Vegas o- Raiders. Both Oakland <laughs> and Los Angeles won three Super Bowls. Uh, in the 22 play- playoff games, he caught 73 passes for 1,200 yards, <laughs> which are both <laughs> NFL records <laughs> of his time. Searching for the playoffs. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing there. <laughs> no bips. Uh, Leroy, Leroy Butler, uh, safety from the Green Bay Packers, won a Super Bowl, went to another Super Bowl, registered 20 career sacks and interceptions in all but his final year in the league. We had him down as one of the people um, missing from the Hall of Fame last year when we did a podcast. So well, That's good of us, wasn't it? We are. I, I like to think that someone at the uh, NFL is listening to us because we picked Baselli and Leroy Butler. Nothing to do with the NFL. This is all from the Associated Press. Oh, no. And also, no one from the NFL is listening to us. Not no, of course not. I not. really hope that not. No. <laughs> Fuck you. Gary just insulted all of the fans, <laughs> all American fans. Well, uh, they, they do vote not for just the Pro Bowl. Nick Bosa, as Jim will tell you, wasn't all fucking pro. He wasn't, no. True. It's fair, he didn't, all, he didn't just slag off the NFL fans, he just slagged all, all Americans. Americans yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Evening, Duncan. Um, Art McNally, he was an official slash administrator. He was a referee for nine years. Uh, he is the father of instant replay, so... I really wondered what you were going to say then. <laughs> <laughs> He's the father of something else as well. Uh, Sam Mills, this is his 20th year of eligibility. He was a five foot nine li- linebacker, played for the Saints and the Panthers. Um, surely there should be a cutoff. You shouldn't be. It's like it's like driving tests. You shouldn't be allowed to take fifteen of them. You should have to get to seven and then yeah, stop. No, there, there is a cutoff, but then you go into uh, legacy uh, legacy players, players yeah, yeah, or old age players, as you might want to call it. Um, but no, he has. There's always some modern day players, and then there's always like yeah, two legends. Legend, legend, Twenty yeah. years of eligibility sounds a bit much. <laughs> well, he was a perennial team leader in in tackles for the Saints. Dudley tried seasons, to get there. And Panthers twice as and well, like. If they have to give a speech twenty years after, twenty five years after leaving the NFL, that's just going to be. Well, he's, he's dead. He died in two thousand five. Brilliant foot in mouth. I'm just saying, twenty five years of. We're, we're CTE. very sad for your loss. Yeah, twenty five years of CTE um, for the people is going to be a really bizarre speech. But, uh, anyway, some on his side, inc- incredible for that position. Richard Seymour, defensive end slash tackle for the Patriots uh, and the Radars, uh, won a lot of Super Bowls. That's what you need to know about him. Uh, Dick Vermeil, <laughs> the look I just got Dick from Grill. Dick Vermeil. Dick Vermeil, yeah. Uh, Nothing he, funny about Dick Vermeil. Like, if he used Manscaped, that'd definitely be smoother coming out of your mouth. Yeah. 
he was a coach for the Eagles, the Rams, and the Kansas City Chiefs. He won a Super Bowl uh, famously with the Rams and then walked away. And so that was one, one of his biggest regrets. Um, had a postseason record of six and five and a regular season record of 120 to 109. Pretty decent. Yep. Um, Bryant Young, defensive tackle for the 49ers. Uh, again, won a Super Bowl. Was known to the all-decade all team for the 1990s. And that is it. Cool. Well, I can't believe that Gary made a dick joke just because Paul's not here. <laughs> I know. Uh, I just, you know, I'm really appreciative to our sponsors, Manscaped. Keeping your end up, Paul. Anyway, Smooth. let's move on to some uh, current players. Um, so, uh, Kyler Murray has uh, seemingly dipped off the radar of the Cardinals. Throwing his toys out. No, I think he's well on the radar, just not um, in a good way. You know, he's, um, they're, they're seemingly set out to destroy his character at the moment. Um whether legitimate or not. Um, so the I think he started it. The background to this being he deleted... <laughs> you started it. He, no, well, he definitely started it. <laughs> but but we, you were about to call him childish. <laughs> <laughs> he did start it. They started it. They invaded, invaded Poland. I think he's the actual quote. <laughs> now, are we not making, we're not saying anything oh, about the... Fucking the Dayton land. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So, <laughs> I knew that this podcast come full circle. So am I right in thinking, and you know I famously don't know how to use social media, but like three weeks ago he deleted everything Cardinals rated off there's, of his social it's media. It's just a picture of him in like there's Jamar two, Chase or well, something. Know, there's two pictures of, of him on social media. One for when he played for Oklahoma and one at the Pro Bowl where he was pictured with CeeDee Lamb. So no reference to the Cardinals. No reference to the Cardinals. And we mentioned that he plays for the Cardinals. And am I also right in thinking for the last two snaps of the Cardinals' playoffs defeat, he refused to come and take a knee and they sent Colt McCoy out under centre? Supposedly so. And apparently the players on the team felt that was extremely disrespectful of him to do that and have questioned his leadership internally. So the quote from Chris Mortison, who first reported this was, Murray is described as self-centred, immature and and a finger pointer. So young man gets too much money uh, and Wants develops money. badly. Yeah, I mean, it's not a shock, is it? It's, it just shows you how petulant some of these players become. It's it, going to get worse. Like they're gonna they're gonna worse. be they're gonna be rich this, when they get to the but NFL. This takes me back to what we're saying about Stafford, right? So he spent 13 years with the Lions, basically did the world's longest apprenticeship to get the promotion <laughs> he deserved to then win a Super Bowl. Kyler Murray wants to go somewhere and win now, and. It doesn't work like that. You could, if you plug Kyler Murray into half the teams in the NFL, there'll be better teams, right? Yeah. But I don't think he's good enough to win a Super Bowl right now. Do you think he's looking at Burrow? Yeah. And going, gone. That guy's in his second year, and he's in the Super Bowl. And what yeah, the fuck's going? But the Cardinals team is probably as good as the Bengals team. They just, they just didn't. They, they, they just didn't the, win. The, yeah. In the second half of the season, the Cardinals team just dropped off the edge of a cliff. Yeah. The and thing is, we can't. We can't really blame Murray for that because he was out injured. He but was back for some of the games. He was back when he was back for three games. Yeah. Yeah. He was out for this, a is, bit. this is where it comes. Uh, yeah, three or four. This is where it comes back to what we're saying about Joe Burrow right they at the start, without him. which is yeah, they did. Colt McCoy yeah, yeah. won two oh, yeah. out of three. But what we're saying oh, earlier is for the Bengals, Joe yeah, Burrow is the figurehead. The 49ers was um, one of them, so don't count. And what the Cardinals want is they want Kyler Murray to be a figurehead, but he's not very good at it. Burrow is well, really good. He's got a little head, isn't he? No, well, he looked, <laughs> but he's I think, got a massive helmet. I think that is a key thing. If you look, if you look at the Bengals, I know we're making a comparison of apples versus pears, but if you look at the Bengals, they respect their quarterback. Like mm. Joe Burrow is a leader in that yeah. locker room, undoubtedly. I don't think there's been any point in Kyler Murray's history in the league where 
I felt that he's a leader in that locker room. I feel no. that other leaders like bringing Hopkins in, like having Fitzgerald previously, like bringing JJ Watt, uh, Chandler Jones. He's not either. He's not been allowed to blossom and be that leader because he's had bigger personalities in the lead, in, the, in the locker room, or he's not taken that opportunity. This is all about money, and he's picked the wrong time because he's gone at the time when his stock's a little bit lower because a few people think he choked in the playoffs, and. Now, that is not the time to start getting really well, that, bullshit. And that's, but that's I think, part you know, of his argument, is that he's been made out to be the scapegoat. Well, he, he didn't play very As well. a quarterback, you've got to take that. Yeah. And the fact that he can't makes me think he's not mature enough to go somewhere else and win either. The, and we said this he's on only su- got little shoulders, so when yeah. you rest all this on him, he just he struggles, can't. doesn't he? I said this on Sunday. I said like, there are very few quarterbacks in the league that can do this, play, play this game with the perfect bluff in the hand in terms of he can turn around to the Cardinals and go... Sod this, not playing football anymore. I'm a first-round pick in baseball. I'm going to go and play for the Oakland days. And probably get paid more for a longer period of time. He's the only player that can do this. So this is either one way or another. Either the Cardinals do value him and they do pay him, or he probably walks away. So I can't see them trading him. Is it a mistake to pay him? Better than W, but no. I think it's a mistake to pay him now. I mean, it depends li- how much you got to pay him. It's a mistake to pay him $40 million a year. Yeah. If he says, I'll take 30, I think that's reasonable. In if today's you, you market, can extend, if you extend the contract, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, if you could extend the contract, you need to tie him up for five years. Well, you've got him for... This, this, you've just finished you've got him for another year. two. So you've got him for another two, you could you could franchise tag him. That would really piss him off. First year won't even cost you that much to so franchise exactly tag him. Exactly, in comparison. So you could have him for another three years. Now, <laughs> some would argue... Is it worth having an unhappy player on your team for three years? Like, is he gonna be, like the key for any any anybody in management? The key to getting the best out of your, out of your employees is to keep them happy. But this is the whole problem with Kyler, which is he falls into this massive middle ground of: is he worth investing in, or can you find someone else who can play somewhere near the level for a lot less money? Not this. Year. I don't think you can. I think he's a franchise quarterback talent. I do. Yeah. I do think he is. I think that talent, talent is there. I think he's that talented, but he hasn't matured. If he's not. He, I think you need to have that conversation with him. You know, yeah. you know, you need to be really clear what your expectations are. If we pay you this money, well, his representative, this is who you need to be. His representative should be saying to him, "How serious are you about baseball? And if you're not 100 percent committed to that, then this is what you need to do to earn the money here." Because 50 percent of the time, he looks like a generational quarterback, and 50 percent of the time, he looks like you can grind him into the dirt and he's not going to win. And that's a problem. He hasn't developed like Joe Burrow's passed him basically as, as in development and he hasn't done what say Josh Allen did and take massive leaps he's slowly got better but there's no massive leap and he's not the leader that Allen is for instance yep. and and these are all negatives and somebody in his camp needs to be saying to him these are the reasons why perhaps you're not getting it done these are the things you can do to fix it in which case you're a franchise quarterback and you're probably going to the Super Bowl at some the point the risk the risk is you know one, he's in a very difficult division. And two, the other risk for me is any of these exceptionally mobile quarterbacks are one bad injury away from not being the same player. And that, that affects your value. It do must you not do think because, he knows that, though? Well, yeah, but like he can't be Mahomes because his his arm is not as good as no. Mahomes. He, he's decent, but it's not as good as Mahomes. I don't think he's a million miles. Like his ability to throw on the run is up there with Mahomes. Not, but if he can't run... But when Mahomes gets hit he looks like he can absorb it. And yeah. Kyler's a little bit yeah, too that's, small that's statured for that. And that's no one's fault. And he's made a great career already out of being told he's too small. But 
Gary's right. At some point, he could get cammed, and then you don't get back up again, and that could be your career over. I would have said RG freed. Well, yeah, whoever funny. you like, yeah. yeah. And uh, Kyler can slide. Uh, and, and so maybe he is better off playing baseball because you don't see the number of injuries. But it depends what you want. Do you want money now and a career in something you're not quite as good at, or do you want to try and be the best in the sport you are really good at think, with the potential yeah. for money? I think the, the problem is you need you. Hit the nail on the head a little bit. He's got to have someone in his corner talking yeah. to him sensibly. I don't think he's that sensible to have someone that sensible no. in his corner. Because I think once you start having that conversation with him, the more sense of purpose from everything we're hearing, he's going to shut down. Now, that's just my opinion reading between the lines. Yeah, I agree. That's how I, you know, young people that work with me, if you try and tell them what to do and they've got no, they've got no inclination to listen or to pay attention to the experience I've had, Tend to end up fucking off somewhere else. And you've had loads of experience because you're really old, as we just discovered a exactly, minute ago. Exactly, yeah. change job at least every 18 months. <laughs> Should we uh, go on to talk about another callback who's a bit of a pussy? Carson Wentz could well be out of a job. The guy played with two broken ankles. He can't call him a pussy. And a broken can. back. I can. I mean, you, can, you can call him a pussy, but you're he's wrong. Not, he's not listening. <laughs> yeah, so I actually don't really understand what else the Colts thought they were going to get out of him. This is what I don't understand about the rumour about moving on from him. Who are they replacing him with? Yeah, exactly. And why do they think they were going to get something different? Carson Wentz played this season exactly the way I thought Carson Wentz would play for the Colts. The actual play wasn't terrible. He had a few bad games. He had some ropey games because he has ropey games. Yeah, that's just... That's why he was available. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And I don't know what else they thought they were getting out of him. And unless I hear, oh, it's going to be so-and-so that comes in to replace him, and that person's clearly better... I don't, I don't understand why you do it to yourself. You, you've just had to move from Andrew Luck to Philip Rivers. You've had Jacoby Brissett thrown in in the middle somewhere. And now you've had Carson Wentz. You, you, you don't want to be moving on again unless you know it's an upgrade. And I don't see who it is right now. Yeah, they've got no first-round pick this year because they gave that to the Eagles yeah. or Carson Wentz. Who, who are they getting? So who, yeah. If they sign Jimmy Garoppolo, is he an upgrade on Carson Wentz? Is he an upgrade on he, Carson Wentz? It, it, it you told depends. me what you think about this. It's already. a consistency yeah. well, you get I mean, from Jimmy yeah, G that you don't. You, I mean, Carson even Wentz. then, Jimmy G is not the model of consistency. But his lows his aren't as low. His clutch. Yeah, his clutch and his lows aren't as low. But I would say he's not as good as Carson Wentz. No. Well, I gave you a quarterback that threw twenty-seven touchdowns and seven picks in a season, though. Yeah, you'd be like, that's cool. Who that, was that? That's Carson Wentz's season yeah. last year. He doesn't do tons wrong. He's just very uninspiring. Yeah, the money he gets paid. He misses the top line of elevation. Like you don't feel he can drag your team to win. Now, and this goes all the way back to what I've always said, which is he's got a massive chip on his shoulder for not being the quarterback who won the Super Bowl with the Eagles because he did three quarters of the heavy lifting that season, and then had to watch a guy who, for three or four games a season, usually in the playoffs, is clutch and does have that upper echelon ability to do that. But can't do it the rest of the time. But if you're not that, if you're not that quarterback who can drag your team to win, but you've got Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I mean, similar to like the Titans, I think Tannehill is not the quarterback there to go out and win a game. That's down to Derrick Henry. So Tennessee, are like, you know what? We're, we're fine with Tannehill. We don't have to pay him forty million dollars a year, and we can build around him. But do you remember who but the Dolphins had when they got rid of Tannehill because they said he wasn't good enough? Fitzpatrick, Bradford. Well, maybe before this then, I'm thinking Jay Cutler. No, was that's because he was injured. Okay, because he was injured, yeah. right? And, and people are going, well, Jay Cutler, well, I don't know, I don't know. And what it shows the Dolphins is, mm, we're not so badly off with Tannehill. And this is what yeah, the maybe, Colts are going to get into. Maybe it's us, not them. Yeah, and, what, and this is what the Colts are going to get into, is like, 
you, at some point you've got to realise one of these guys is talented. Philip Rivers won a lot of games with the Colts, but they didn't want to invest in him because it was Philip Rivers. Jacoby Brissett has actually played quite well when he's played for the Colts, but they don't want to invest in him because he's Jacoby Brissett. Eventually, you've got to look at yourself and think, right, well, we've got Jonathan Taylor and we've got a great O-line and we've got we've got Decent wide receivers, twos, well. several of. I don't think they've got very good receivers. Do you know what? I, I think, think, I think you know, Pittman is a good wide yeah, receiver. Yeah, Pittman's yeah. a really yeah, good yeah, Pittman could beat. A good I think he was decent. They've got he had he they, had concrete hands in the second half of the season. Space. So mm. go outside yeah. Devontae Adams, and that's it. That I think if I think it's not the investing in Wentz as such. I think it's investing in what's around, around him. him. Yeah, and Jonathan Taylor is great. He's like you know I was I thought he was a middling quarterback uh, running back at the He's start a of the year. Terrible quarterback, yeah, really a middling running back. <laughs> but I yeah. You know, their best, their best wide receiver is still probably Ty, and he's not very good. No, I don't. Pittman had concrete hands. Yeah, Pittman um, way outplayed Ty last yeah. year. No, he didn't. Well, yes, he did. He, I'm, look not, at I'm the not gonna listen yeah, to yeah. any Giants fan talk to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like when it came, especially when it came to the end of the season, yeah, their it, wide receivers all a, let them it down. Drops a lot. Of, all right, all so, of them. So we can agree that the Colts don't have a, a number it. one wide receiver. So it's really not fair to judge Wentz, which would go back to my original point. Is I don't think they should get rid of him. No. And they seem very keen I don't, to I don't see, yeah. I don't see the point. No. Like you, I mean, I think if you dump him, you save $15 million. None of the, none of the available much. quarterbacks are a definite no. upgrade. And you can't, they can't afford to trade for one no. of the top ones. No. So it seems very strange. Yeah. yeah no, I'm, I'm, they're I'm just posturing. That. They're just posturing. I agree. But yeah. You won't go. It what, seems uh, stupid to do. To what else have you got on your list, John? So, we'll end with... Uh, well, actually, we won't end with... Actually, I've got a quick quick stat on the Colts. Okay. Frank Reich started five... Has had one, two, three, five different quarterbacks start for him. Anyone, yeah. In his career at the Colts. Anyone name them all? Wentz, Rivers. Brissett, Rivers. Luck. Luck. Yeah. Ooh. Maybe uh, this one will get you. Oh, hang on. Ow. Some sort of journeyman. Yep. Sanchez? No, no, Sanchez. no, he he went to the Redskins, not the Redskins, what they're called now. Oh, Commanders. the Commanders. Commanders. Did we talk about that? Yeah, yeah last did, week. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, oh, I can't it's think one of it. your ultimate journeyman. Yeah. Uh, it's not McCowan, it's the no. other one. Uh, it was always doing the, the rounds. I'm going to kick myself when you say it. Brian Hoyer. Brian Hoyer. Hoyer. Played oh. one, one, one star game. for the uh, Yeah, the, the ult- ultimate journeyman. Yeah. Sorry, I saw that and thought that'd be cool. So, we, uh, one thing to mention... Uh, AP uh, had a, an eventful weekend. He got uh, the Associated Press. Associated Press. <laughs> uh, Adrian Peterson, AD, then all day. Uh, but Adrian Peterson got escorted off a plane after um, a sort an of altercation. An altercation, not an agreement. With, not an agreement. <laughs> but yeah, an altercation with with um, his wife. So that's, he, they, they seem to think that would be no sticks s- involved. Um, sorted quite quickly, but who knows? Um, but of course, he has still not retired. He will be. He thinks he will be back next year. Um, so, I think the league might retire. Yes. Um, as well. So as well, we mentioned the Super Bowl, but of course, we haven't mentioned the, the halftime show. Uh, the ratings were a big up this year. Yeah. Um, but of course, part of the Super Bowl is the halftime show. Did you all enjoy the? I did. Uh, hip hop spectacular. 
generally speaking, I thought yeah. it was very good. I thought it was the best I've had for a good number of years. It was no um, Shakira. No. But, well, um, the best I've had for two years then. Yeah. Well, the thing with Shakira and J-Lo, J-Lo yeah. is we watched it with the sound off. Yeah. <laughs> that may be the case, but I enjoyed oh, no, they were, they, it they, they were great. I mean, um, we've got to be careful about how you judge this halftime show. No, I thought they were really great segments. I thought Dre and Eminem in particular were... Amazing. And like, Snoop, Snoop was good. Yeah, I Snoop, like the, Snoop I like the just looked stoned, but yeah, like, was, that's he, what you want from John Snoop. John tells me he was wearing his Crips pajamas. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a member of the Crips. Yes, he's cut. That's I their just colours. didn't know they did it, their own brand of well, knitwear. I didn't. Know They're that blue and blue and gold. Yeah, that's uh, what they. The I, didn't, I wouldn't have known. was good. The middle. Nobody needed did. Mary J. Bly. I my my friends who are Mary J. Blige fans enjoyed Mary J. Blige. Yeah, but it was the outfit. Oh, and, and just people can wear what they like, right? And I know we get sensitive subject, but who puts their gran in stormtrooper wellies and mirrory things and says, "Go and dance around like you're 25"? No one. It's, it was just it was undignified. It wasn't right. Didn't like it. Should she have worn a mohawk? Yes. Uh, no, no. But yeah. Anyway, we, we uh, yeah. I, my friends, my friends really enjoyed Mary J. Blige, and thought she looked great. So now, who did Easter. you enjoy, John? Well, I. I believe that music didn't peak with Phil Collins. Right. And I like I like Kendrick Lamar and I thought his show was very good. I'd never but heard of him and I thought it was crap. I would ne- I'd, I'd never heard of him and, and the old men say I'd heard of him but my ears did not enjoy what I was listening to with that bit. And yeah. like I say, you know, a lot of it was really good. I thought the staging was really good yeah. as well. The staging is always um, brilliant. You know, so but no, it was particularly yeah. good. Um, so it was designed by the lady who designed Adele's sets, right? And, uh, Shame that they're not happening in Vegas, yeah, really. Um, she's got some spare time, yeah. yeah. Um, I did see some people say that there's a bridge in London that's been out for 18 months, and uh, maybe they should get hold of the guys and put the stage <laughs> up in five minutes, <laughs> which, I've, which I've particularly it's very, it's very enjoyed. True. Um, should we uh discuss the fact that 50 Cent turned up unannounced, upside down, looking? Like he hasn't hit the gym for several years. Singing the only decent song he ever did, yeah. which was overplayed. Yeah. Yeah. It was overplayed, but we all enjoyed it. You, you can't say you didn't yeah. enjoy it. took it. us back to some of our bad clubbing it, days. It very it? much yeah. took it, us back. The whole, thing, yeah, the whole thing reminded me of going clubbing in 2002. If he one, whatever that's called, Which were the glory years, John? Well, you were. But, uh, <laughs> the glory years. <laughs> bad glory moments. Mine didn't. But yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. Um uh, and um, like we said, that must have been the most securely fixed chin-up bar that he was hanging <laughs> off of. And, and obviously, Eminem took a knee. Took a knee. Yep. Yeah. I didn't even notice until it was. Well, he, he, I, mean, I, I thought it was just part of the act. I yeah. did as well. <laughs> oh no, it was. It was. It was so like. Never noticed, didn't you? It, no. it was so pronounced that it was like, and basically, you you know, I think they'd all been told you can can't. You, can you take a knee in a pronounced way? Well, yeah. While the fucking cameras are looking knee. at you, and you know, it's not like he did it. Hit off to the thing. He waited until everyone was looking at him as he moved over and he took the knee for like Just 20 seconds. Thought he was on his knee because what's his face is playing on the piano. Dr. Dre. Is that what you do when someone plays the piano? I do you. He was do intensely you... listening to it. No, it was, and he, yeah, I think he was told to not say a line in one of his songs and he said it. So. Shock, shock, shock horror. M- about a- M- M- Don't do this. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. And as well, uh, uh, Snoop Dogg was. Uh, photographed uh, smoking a massive uh, blunt, which is going to absolutely any other shock. News? I mean, yeah, I mean, his brand amazing. must be taking a massive hit from that. It's what I thought when I saw the Foo, uh, not the Foo Fighters, the uh, Fun Loving Criminals, and they were just passing around spliffs on the stage. Yeah. 
In and rural Northamptonshire. The, po- <laughs> the, the point is, like, John was making the point, this was for a largely mixed audience of younger and older <laughs> people like us, right? But all the way through that now, between 40 and 18, that's part of the culture. We're not offended by drugs, swear words on the telly, Granny's dressed up and dancing in dodgy clothing. Nothing. Fifty cents singing. None no. of it. We're my not mom, offended. My mum was it. offended by Mary J. Blige. But your mum's older than forty. <laughs> yeah. So, so. I, saw, I saw a perfect tweet which was around the halftime show, which is everyone over fifty hated it. Everyone between thirty and fifty loved it. Everyone under the, uh, under the age of thirty was like, "Who the fuck are they?" <laughs> well, that's <laughs> just it. Exactly. Doctor Dre was epic for he, somebody who's fifty six. Oh, yeah, I would yeah. not know he was fifty six. Yeah. No, he he was brilliant. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So Kendrick Lamar had to was there because yeah, it's a show. I'll tell you for what though, Phil Collins would fucking rock that halftime show as well. <laughs> Thanks for that. Drum- Jesus Christ, best drumming is it? Yeah. <laughs> you need to work on that. I wasn't planning it. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Fucking no. hell. I mean, yeah, literally, we have taken music advice here from a guy who loves Phil Collins and the fun-loving criminals, so... The fun-loving criminals are a fucking That's great a good band. range of music, though, isn't it? I, Both I of mean, those artists had it's, one good song. It's a, it's, it's, it's a range of years from 1981 to 1994. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, once again, it's a league trying to attract new fans. And you're there going, well, here's 56-year-old Dr. Dre, here's a 50-year-old Eminem, a 50-year-old Snoop Dogg, and you're like, you need someone like a Kendrick Lamar because also 20-year-olds watch this product. Yeah, I've got to be down with the youth, is what you're saying. I'm saying, yeah. And you know. very much like John when he watches his football Says and reminisces about leads from snoops. the 90s that were good. Hmm? What? No, hmm? nothing. What? nothing. Moving on. Where else I, have th- I think that's it. Unless anyone's well, got any other news. No, nothing. I've got, I've got literally nothing. I, I'm both disappointed and relieved that it's over. We've made it through a whole year. Again, we managed to watch the Super Bowl together again, which was brilliant. Thank you for hosting, Gary. It was really nice when last year we had to watch it separately, hiding away, and that was absolutely crap and ruined the Super Bowl that for was me. depths of misery last it, year. It really was, and I'm delighted that we've made it through, and I'm really disappointed that the season is over, and yet I will be looking forward to a rest from having to rush around and get ready for this every week, but... Hang on. Well, we are still doing this. Still doing this. this. Yeah, yeah. We have but some there, specials planned. There won't be planned. 16 fucking games to cover or whatever. Yeah. No, there won't. <laughs> I won't be looking for talking points in the Texans-Jags game. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I won't have to worry about whether Urban Meyer hasn't been sacked yet. Uh, uh, this, this is what I'm going for. So, other than that, I'm, I'm delighted yeah, to say we've made it. He thinks that it's seven months before we get a football again. It's yeah. 205 but, days. <laughs> but Not that me and Jim have been looking into this or anything. <laughs> We have, of course, the draft coming up. We do. You can go and listen to some Kendrick. And more Lamar. importantly, the the, uh, the podcast draft, which we know holds oh, much more sway. Literally, my favourite episode every year. every year. Um, yeah, and of course, we've got some um, specials coming over the next few weeks. As uh, oh, we're going to video Paul manscaping himself. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> there is nothing no. special about That's that. It's a different category no. altogether. But yeah, we uh, <laughs> we're going to uh, cover some topics we wanted to do for a bit, but just we didn't have the chance last off season because it sucked yeah. uh, and was via Zoom. But uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with our end of season awards and anything uh, any other news. And then the right time to do the awards is at the end of the season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, um, but until then, uh, have a good week and we'll see you then. Bye. Support for today's podcast was brought to you by manscaped.com. Get 20% off the performance package with the code 
thesnap at manscaped.com. It's 20% off with the code thesnap at manscaped.com.